Hey, what's going on? It's Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast coming to you on this beautiful autumn day in November. It's the 8th of November, year 2022. I've had a little podcasting hiatus, and that, if you're an avid listener, I do apologize. I did have a lot of things to say. A couple weeks, I feel like, has passed since I have cut an episode, and it's not for lack of trying, I I did get on and start some thoughts which I could not complete, at least not to my satisfaction, so let's make up for some lost time, and by the way, I'm not entirely sure what it is a function of, how come I had a dry spell, but to everything there's a purpose and a season and a time under heaven, all that bullshit. I mentioned a while back that I was having a little bit of a tough time. Maybe it was October, September, October time frame. I was basking in all the glory of the fall and the the foliage and the leaf peeping and uh, the rustling of leaves, crack crunching of them underfoot. I was out there walking along the Nami. So I was kicking ass and taking names all along. Don't you, never you mind. But, I don't know, I just, I wasn't, my podcasting was not to my satisfaction, so I just shit-canned it. I did feel a little scrambled, a little frazzled, even though I was embracing the seasons of change. I was, I felt a little bit like, I don't know, maybe just my energy had been expended from a busy summer and back to school and all that stuff, you know. I ripped the band-aid off in every which way, and still I could not, and I drove on, but I could not uh, articulate my thoughts in a way that I found suitable to put in front of you folks, your ears, your willing ears. So what went on for uh, in the interim? What happened? So, so Halloween was really good. Well, what happened, we had a, an awesome uh, Halloween weekend. You see Halloween scheduled for Monday, which sucked a dick. Such a frickin' sucked a big frickin' hard witch's nipple. Frankencock. Because who the hell wants to have Halloween on a Monday when you gotta be prepared for work on Tuesday? What a frickin' joke. Right? It's a negative. Uh, I was disappointed about that. Also, it did rain on Monday, Halloween itself, so it was kind of a bummer. A little bit of a rain out. Numbers were reported as by many folks as half or less than half of their usual trick-or-treaters. So that is a bummer. But in the weekend, Saturday leading up to it, we had a freaking extravaganza. Let me tell you how it went. First of all, it was a beautiful day. It's probably 60 to something degrees during the day. Our friends, the Warmans, they showed up. Their party of three, and we stacked our pumpkins atop a beautiful little... Uh, fucking Walmart uh, banquet tables and outside, on the grass in the sun, with power tools I used a sawzall to carve my pumpkin and we rejoiced out there for maybe half hour carved our pumpkins the takeout showed up we friggin' ate heartily of said takeout 
And then we went to RJ Farmers Market. I know that sounds awkward. I, you've certainly heard me ramble on about RJ. It's a, always a beautiful day at RJ, and I'd love to be stopping there right now, but I got to head into uh, Lansdale for my COVID booster and flu shot. Listen, fuckheads, just trying to be responsible, just trying to help people, help myself, protect myself and, and others around me. I know some people find that astounding, surprising. And those people would have no foundation in science for infectious disease, but that's a story for the past couple years. I'm not talking about it now, I'm doing it for the fuckers. I got a 12.30 appointment at the CVS. Um, what's an interesting thing, an interesting phenomenon, we'll say. People say, oh yeah, it's my son, he got the flu shot this year. And he, he was felt a little sick from it. That's an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? Because the there is no live virus, whatever strain of the flu that, you know, the that they determine might be the likely flu this year, which I've heard is bad. The flu is forecast to be pretty uh, devastating or impactful, we'll say. So I don't want that. I don't want to pass it around. Try to do the right thing. But you hear people talk about they're getting the actual disease they're trying to get inoculated for. Um, it should be impossible in, in the way of the flu shot. Because there's no live virus. They used to use live attenuated virus to attenuate is to like wound or maim or suppress. So it would be like a weakened virus. It gives you exposure when taken internally. And then you build an immunity without having any sort of crazy um, symptoms. Now it's all dead. Okay, so there's no virtually no way that from that shot you could get the flu. Now, people have funny reactions to all kinds of things. Some other ingredient in there you might wonder, even when you know nothing about what those ingredients might be. Um, or is it just the fact that there's been something foreign introduced into your system that maybe it's a, maybe it's a psychosocial or a psychological thing? There's a lot of things that could be. I'm not saying it's completely bullshit, but you should not get the flu from the flu shot. And... Uh, I'm hoping that this experience has not proved me wrong in exactly 15 minutes when I show up at CVS. Um, so it was a freaking awesome extravaganza for Halloween. We went to R&J. I reached out to my buddy said, oh, man, on a beautiful weekend like this, it would be so nice if we could take some pictures in your pumpkin patch. And my friend uh, Rich Altman, he said, I'll, I'll up you. I'll up the stakes. Why don't you go and grab my gator and drive around the, the farm? with the family, so we loaded all seven of us, crammed us in like a clown car on this Gator, which is an ATV, a little cargo area in the back, and we drove around the pumpkin patch, and all over the farm, crossed Allentown Road a couple times, and just had a great time, and I, my buddy was sitting in a tree stand at the time, <laughs> so I was trying to contact him to figure out how to start this, you know, operate this machine, which turned out to be pretty simple. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't doing anything wrong. And he's like, I'm in a tree stand, call my wife. So she jumped on her gator, showed us around a little bit, gave us a tour of the pumpkin patch, and back we, and then 
half hour. We were in and out, took some photos, put some funky Halloween masks on that I bought from Walmart for, I don't know, a bunch of friggin' Halloween spooky uh, plastic fucking masks. And mine, I had a little flasher that you could uh, activate with your finger and it would light the eyes up. It was pretty cool for you know, a $10, $8 mask or whatever they were. Um, so that was cool. And then we parked those gators and we went over to Scream Mountain where there was a three-part experience. By now it was in the 50s. So chilly but comfortable. And there was a nice fire pit right in front of the Spring Mountain Lodge. And there were, there were some food trucks and there was a live band that was jamming out rock and roll music. You get in line, and when they opened up the, the attraction, Scream Mountain, for its final night, I believe, or final weekend, um, you had to climb onto the ski lift, and you take like a five-minute ride to the top of Spring Mountain, where there was a little village, where there were a trail, where they would there were attractions you'd walk through, and they'd reach out and grab you, and pyrotechnics would go off and all this stuff. Really, really cool. Then you walk down a little bit the hill, and then you get on a hay ride where there was approximately 20 seats. You're sitting on hay bales. And I thought it was freaking awesome, man. You go through these series of, like, stage areas, you know, so they're like a little, almost like a little Wild West show. You're going down a mountain trail, like a ski trail, and they tractor would be pulling the ski, the, uh, tractor would be pulling the, um, the big wagon, and all of a sudden you park in front of this attraction, and a guy would jump out with a chainsaw with no blade, and harass you, and then somebody would jump on the, the, the some other ghouls, and boys and ghouls would jump on the, uh, the wagon, and they'd harass you a little bit, get in your face, try to scare you. And you're off to the next, down the road to the next thing. So it was probably 10 different events within this, like skits, scary skits on Scream Mountain. And I thought they did a great job. We went back to the house, watching TV, had a couple beers. And it was a full, awesome day with the Warburst family. We had a freaking great time. And then, you know, so that was over. I On, on Halloween, I dressed up as... Um, I dressed up as a fucking Dracula, as promised, so I had a, a nice puffy shirt, and I had, I wore my regular workout pants, or office pants, and then I had my teeth, and I painted my face pale, and I put some hollows around my eyes, and some, with red lipstick, I put it out of the corner of my mouth, and it was pretty cool. It was nice. I, I went to the office. I worked a whole day, a busy day, with my outfit on, and you know, didn't get a lot of people fill, um, joining in, which was disappointing. But uh, like adults, I mean. And it rained, as stated, kind of pissing rain all day, on and off. So at the end of the day. I had sweated and worked through my Dracula outfit. I probably looked like a more authentic Dracula because of all of my exertions. So, 
I drag my ass home. Around 8.30, I pull in. The last of the, the minivans pulled alongside the road are loading up their kids. A lot of folks from the surrounding more rural communities, they like to drop their kids off at our development because it's got a lot, of, a lot of houses, a lot of doors to knock on, and a lot of young people already, so it's a good, safe place to go. So they were parked along the rain-soaked roads, and I pull in and get out with my scepter and my trash bag from the office and my, you know, equipment and my bank, but all these fucking things, miscellaneous things that I carry. These are the things that I carried. That's a great book about Vietnam and about the literal and figurative things that um, soldiers would carry around the jungle, around the battlefield. So the things that I carry, I got my fucking water jug, my cell phone, my bank bag, hopefully full with fucking payments. I got trash bag full of the day's refuse, got my lunch pail, got all kinds of stuff, man. Got my my air blower, my leaf blower that I take and uh, I blow off my lot this time of year. Constantly replacing the battery and changing the batteries out. I got all kinds of fucking things. So I, I walk across the yard and those families loading into their minivans. Kids were hanging off of our, our little trees along the road. And I'm thinking, I was annoyed. I felt like what a monster might felt, feel like. Like I was pissed. And I was tired, and I didn't want to fucking deal with any trick-or-treaters. And I love Halloween. I was just, like, tired, done, annoyed, depleted. And like a Dracula, you know? He needs to recharge. So that night I slept with my arms folded across my chest after I cleansed myself of the Halloween makeup, threw all my clothes in the washing machine. And prepared physically and mentally for the following day. So Halloween was an overwhelming success. Then, I guess I can share with you this. I have been very diligent with my challenges. That is a gratitude challenge. I'm telling people I care about them. You know what's interesting about that? I'm just saying, hey, listen, gratitude challenge... I want to let you know, listeners, I care about you, and I'm glad you're in my life, and I'm thankful for you. It's important that we acknowledge all the things we have, as opposed to all the things we don't have, or the things that are, all the good things, rather than all the things that are, you know, chores and tedious and stressful. We do too much of that, even me, and I try to maintain gratitude at all times. It's good for you, too make you feel good about life, about the world, about yourself, about the journey that you're on, the hero's journey, right? Um, so my gratitude challenge, easy peasy. My push-up challenge, 167 a day. I'm 50 into it today, and this is uh, one week and one day of me doing these push-ups. I can do them, okay? They don't always have to be the strictest push-ups. If I go to Planet Fitness, I'll do them on... Uh, on the Smith machine, I'll lower the bar as low as I can, and I'll knock them out, so that I don't fuck my hands and my wrist up, you know, 
Sometimes I'll do them on a kitchen island or a kitchen sink or, or a um, you know, bathroom sink while I'm getting ready for the day. Um, so this challenge is no problem. 5,000 in November, easy peasy. Come hell or fucking high water. Also, my 10,000 steps a day. This can be quite challenging because even though I'm always on my feet at the office, I don't get to get out and, and, and pick up a good stride. So I've been trying to walk more everywhere. And if I don't, for lack of a couple thousand uh, steps throughout the day, that means I got to head out on the sidewalk at night, walk around my neighborhood. I'd much rather be able to piecemeal and knock all this shit out throughout the day. So today I walked over, I voted. Um, that's a subject for another podcast, so I'll close this one out, and I will, um, I'll talk about that, our right to vote, and I'll touch base about the Marine Corps birthday, how special that is, of course, uh, things are going well at the office, we're quite busy, Thanksgiving's coming, you know, the holiday season's coming, I've made a pledge that I want to really, um, just make it a great holiday season, we always do, but, you know, at some point in time, I get fucking annoyed, right, because it's overwhelmed, fucking, especially around Christmas, all the fucking bright lights and noise, (laughs) noise, 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 down in Whoville, motherfuckers talking all day, incessantly, filling my hard drive up, to capacity and beyond can't have that shit so alright well that's going to be my first podcast for the day I'm going to knock out another one on uh, on your right to vote and elections and why is it I'm asking that uh, most people will say I'll just be glad when this is over and how fucked up that is I'm going to talk about that I think philosophically and in reality that is a that is unfortunate I'll let this fucking guy out go ahead Peter face you can go can't let everybody out though alright love and respect <laughs>